Hi, welcome back to the Midlife Mommy. Today I am going to be talking about The Jackrabbit Factor by Leslie Householder. I want to talk about this book because it has made an impact in my life. And so today I will be mostly talking about how this book has helped me. In the early 2000s, I was introduced to the writings of Leslie Householder. There was an author that I followed by the name of Marnie Pearson. Now her last name is Coons. She is a great author, and I started following her because she started a club called the Clean Romance Club. I was always looking for authors that wrote clean romance. Anyways, one day I received an email from Marnie talking about Leslie Householder and asking us to follow her at therarefaith.com. I was very interested in the topic, rare faith, so I went to her website and I subscribed to her emails. Every email that I read from her, I found very interesting. And at that point in my life, I knew that one day I would want to look into what she was talking about. Now, because I had four little ones and a daycare to run, I felt like I didn't have time to pursue the things Leslie was talking about at that time. I took her emails and I put them in a folder to save for a later date that I would have time to look at and to learn about. Now, fast forward to about a year and a half ago. All my kids are grown. My baby's a senior. And now I have a little time on my hands. I was in a coaching session with Christy Lee. She asked our group, Have you ever heard of the jackrabbit factor? I chimed in by Leslie Householder. She said, yes. Have you heard of this book? I said, yes. I heard about it years and years ago, but I never had a chance to read it. And I felt like I did not have time or to do the work that I felt that that book was going to push me to do. Christy suggested that I go to Leslie's website and download the free sample of the jackrabbit factor. I will put a link on my Facebook page and there's also a link attached to my blog or you can just message me and I will send you a link. This book and all that Leslie teaches has reformed my way of thinking about money, about relationships, and I'm working on learning how to have a new way of thinking about food. I want to share a little bit of this I want to share a little bit from this book to show you that we can change our thinking about everything just by doing a little mind work and stretching ourselves to be what God wants us to be. Have you ever heard the definition of insanity by Albert Einstein? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I would also like to look at this quote by Leslie as a form of insanity. It's on page four of her book, The Jackrabbit Factor. If we want the same results as someone else, 
we shouldn't just do what they did, but rather learn how to think like they do. What they did may very well be exactly what is required to achieve the same success, but we each bring with us different life experiences and a different variety of baggage. These elements make a difference in our results. As a person that is trying to get healthy, I've found ways to help myself lose weight in the past, but it always comes back on. I've done what other people have done, and I've been successful until something really stressful hits me. Then I put the weight back on. The last time I lost 90 pounds, I was doing great. I knew so much, and I learned so much about my mind. I really was doing the mind work, and I had some traumatic things happen in my life that did not turn me to food. I came to a stumbling block that I thought needed to find other ways to lose weight. I thought, okay, now I need to do keto, or now I need to do this weight loss plan, or this other weight loss plan. I felt like what I was doing was insane because I kept doing the same thing over and over and over. I got bored with salads. I wanted to eat flour and sugar. I thought I had to take all those out of my life. I thought I had to follow someone else's plan to help me reach my goals. After talking with Christy last week about focusing on what I love and the mind work I've been doing in this class, Joyful Heart, This week, I've come to the conclusion that I need to find what matters to me. I do have a dream to weigh 140 pounds. Some moments in my life, I can see myself at that weight. Sometimes, I cannot. But the key is to keep working at it. I'm now focusing on who and what I love that is not food. I'm going to sit down and draw a picture of that dream. What does it look like? What is it really that I want? In her book on page five, Leslie says, success comes as a result of preparing oneself for inspiration and then being willing to pay attention to it and do what it says. That is what I've been working on. How to be my goal weight and still enjoy the foods I love. So I am preparing myself for inspiration And now I need to pay attention to what that inspiration is and do what it says. I can follow an exercise plan. I can get surgery. I can follow any eating plan and be successful. But what happens when I quit following that plan? What happens when crazy things like COVID hit the world and shake up everything you have always believed? If I find success in the eating plan, that works great for me, that will be the only mind work I have to do. Create the plan that works for me. I know that some days I'll be better at it and some days I'll need to work at it. That is what is so great about the mind. It is always wanting to learn new things and it finds ways to help strengthen you if you have an open mind to it. The biggest thing that I've learned from reading Leslie's book and taking a few of her classes is that I need to dream. And in those dreams, I need to envision what it is I really want. If it is a dream I really want, nothing will stop me from reaching that. 
I've also learned that the only thing stopping me is my own thoughts. They might be past thoughts I've had, or they might be thoughts I've created in the past few years. I'm breaking down my thoughts and finding out the real reason I can lose weight for a while and then gain it back. Changing how you have thought about food for 48, almost 49 years, is not an easy task. It will take me a while to change my thoughts about food, but I am working at it every day. We need food to survive, but we do not need food to really live. I have a few thin friends, and one day I asked one of them, what do you think about food? She said to me, she doesn't. She really does just eat food to survive. I said that I really think about food all the time. All the time. At that point, I did. But now I am working on just thinking of food a little bit before I eat. Being a school teacher, I plan my food before I come to school. Because I take my food to work, I have to plan something. So that is a little tricky, not thinking of food all the time. This week, I'm going to stop the insanity and I'm going to focus on what I love about life. What do you love? What do you want out of your life? Are you a person that follows whatever new diet craze is going on? Are you a person that has found your eating plan? Find out what you love and what will make you happy. Then write it down. Maybe there is a diet plan that works for you and that you love. But if you are like me and you have bounced around like a yo-yo, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, maybe like me, there is some underlining memory that is keeping you the weight you are. Just something to think about. By the way, when you start finding out those underlining memories or thoughts, it can stretch you a bit, but keep working through it because there is a happy on the other side Because there is a happy on the other side of that scare that will help you see it is worth stretching yourself to be better. Have a great week.